Mm-hmm. All right, now you can start. You, 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 oh, oh, okay. I thought you were about to change your mind. Buccaneers and Lions. If you think the offense lost that game, you're wrong. The offense played a good game. It wasn't a great game, but it was a good game. The defense dropped the ball. There were you're sitting there and you are at what was it, Debo thirty fifteen or something like that? And you make a and you and you let golf open over the over the middle to connect with that tight end? Man, come on. Really? Really? So so this is what we do it. Now, everybody is talking about oh, Todd Bowles needs to be fired, this and that. No, no. He don't need to be fired yet. But the man needs to give up the defensive play calling. Because again, we saw we saw a lot of play calling mistakes on the defensive side of the ball, and that's attributed to the fact that you have your head coach trying to play trying to play coordinator, and he he just he he's just not built like that. Is there ain't nothing wrong with that? But there is something wrong when you don't acknowledge and you don't see where your shortcomings are. Do I think that had he had a solid defensive play caller that the outcome would have been different? Uh, Yeah. For the most part. But by the same token, we again see those glaring holes that we have on our defense that need to be addressed. Now, unpopular opinion. And you know what? I don't care who agrees with me or disagrees with me. It's my opinion. But Baker Mayfield, to me, uh, played well enough this season to get at least a two- to three-year deal with Tampa. Mike Evans has come out and said, He wants to be a Buccaneer for life, and he wants Baker Mayfield to be his QB. Why is that? Don't know. Maybe he likes the chemistry. However, if you go long-term with Baker Mayfield, which is no real reason why you shouldn't, 
you kind of need to make that you kind of need to make that call on potentially trading Kyle Crest because here here's the thing the minute that you resign Baker Mayfield the Kyle Trask is already unless he is okay with being a backup he's already going to have it in his head that he's going to go to another team. So, that's all I got to say with the Bucks and Lions game. Yeah, a lot of missed calls. Uh, you know what? The fact that we were in it at the end surprised the crap out of me. It really did. Uh, feel sorry for Baker that his last throw was a um, that his last throw was a uh, was an interception, but hey, you know what? It happens. No blood, no foul. But yeah, no, that's all I got to say. Uh, all right, now so, for you, Debo. All right, so my my here's my interpretation of the football game. This is the this is the NFL playoffs. That means every team you face is a good team. So yes. you can't have moments. Yeah, yeah. You can't have moments where you're going three and out on the offensive end. You can't have moments where defensively you can't stop anything, you can't generate a pass rush. Uh, you losing losing guys in coverage, guys running wide open. Uh, you know, defensive assignments are being missed. Detroit has been steady all year long. They've been, nope. I, I'm not going to say on cruise control, because every game they play it like it's their last. That's the way the coach is wired. So they play every game like it's going to be their last game. They don't take for granted that they was number one in the division all year and they didn't take any days off. They didn't take any games off the rest starters or any of that. The coach is aggressive on the offensive side of the ball and he's got 100% trust in that offense. They've gone for the most fourth downs in, in the league. If fourth and five, fourth and eight, you know, that, that Detroit team is is wired differently. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely are. And they play that way. They play with an edge. And, uh, you know, they execute. Both sides of the ball, they, they execute. And uh, the Bucks, at times they don't, and they go through stretches to where it, it looks bad. They can't do anything. Uh, you, you you know you can't can't run the ball. Uh, can't get off the field on defense on third down. Offense can't convert. Uh, third downs. Uh, whatever the case is, you can't you can't do that in the playoffs. 
against a good team. Now, I know that the game itself ended in an eight-point loss. But I didn't think we had a chance to win that game because when it's it's time to make a play, and this is why I've been saying all season long when we face good teams, when it's time to make a play, we don't we never make the play against playoff caliber teams. So yeah, you know, they, they got the ball. They went down, they was down 14 points with about five minutes left in the game. They go down, they score the touchdown, you know, they go for two, they miss it. Um they force, you know, Detroit to uh, you know, punt the ball back. They get the ball, you know, under two minutes left, and they have to go down, score, and then they have to get two. But first, you got to get to the end zone. Offensive line was struggling all day containing Detroit pass rush. Um, We lost the game in the trenches. You you know, Baker Mayfield, I'm not going to sit here and say – uh, you know, he lost us the game. We just lost the game. Sometimes you just lose the game to better teams. And I and I said this in a few few Buccaneers groups because a lot of people want to go come out after the game. They want to point fingers. Oh, it's Todd Bowles' fault. Oh, it's this it's this person's fault. Oh, it's that person's fault. Oh, no, you just lost. They, you beat got beat by a team that's better. They got a better front office. They got a better coaching staff. They got a better roster. That's it. Some sometimes it be like that. That's I mean that's what the that's what the playoffs are. You you play to what you've been all season long. Detroit all season long has been this football team. You know, Jared Goff was traded to the Detroit Pistons. I mean, I'm about to say the Pistons. The Detroit Lions. And there was no expectations that Jared Goff was going to lead this team out the bottom. He was traded to Detroit. Basically, that's what that's, you know, when you go there for quarterbacks, you go there, your career's over with. There was no, you know, they had a plan in place. Now, nobody expected Jared Goff to go there and be better than the quarterback he was in the Ram- with the Rams. But that's what well, he is. Well, so so here's the here's the thing with that too. Um first and foremost, when you look at the type of offense that they were I I really want to see kind of trying to force feed golf in Los Angeles with the Rams. And you look at what he was running out there versus what he's running with Detroit. Los Angeles trying to make golf fit into, into the offensive scheme. Ben Johnson 
turned around and made the offensive schemes match well with Jerry Goff. And, th- and that, that's the difference. That's the difference in adjustments. That's the difference in actually studying your QB and actually making the changes that are needed in order to make your QB more comfortable when he's there behind center. And because he can make those changes on the fly, that's why Ben Johnson, whenever the season gets done with the Lions, according to Sports Illustrated, is going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. Now, does does he stick with Sam Howell if he goes out to Washington, or does he draft into the QB? Remains to be seen. However, knowing how he is about making adjustments with the offense and everything, I I I really do feel like that he's going to be able to at least help help Sam Howell more than. Uh, helps uh, Sam Howell more than what he actually has with Jerry Goff or it's going to be about the same. So, yeah. um, You know what? Like I said, shout out to Ben Johnson. Dude has made a great living, especially this year, propelling the Detroit Lions to where they're at. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, like I said, man, I'm not. I wasn't expecting us to win this game. So the fact that they kept it as close as they did, you know, I was I was okay with that because I, I thought it was I thought the game was going to be worse than that. But. The average NFL game, no matter what the record is of the team, comes down to one possession. Whether you Carolina Panthers or the Baltimore Ravens, San Francisco 49ers, whoever it may be, the average game comes down to one possession. That's how far you are from being a playoff team to having a first-round draft pick. That that's that's the, how close it is. So, you know when you right. get in when you get into the playoffs, it's a different animal, and those those mistakes, the issues that we, me and you, we've talked about all season long with this team, will rear its head when you get in the playoffs against a a, a better team. You can't hide it. And you're not going to you're not playing against the NFC South. You know, you we was in the worst division in in football this year. Worst yeah, division yeah, in no. football. And we was in the worst division in football. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure. We had nine wins, New Orleans nine wins, seven wins, Panthers two wins. Yeah, worst division in football. And uh, 
it came down to the final week of the season for us to clinch at nine and eight. And yeah, we we got lucky. We got we got yep, lucky. We, we got lucky that we was able to get the Eagles in the first round. Because if we was in the worst division in football, and I said this after the game, I continue to say this right now. Sirianni, the Eagles management must really like you. Because the Eagles at the end of the season had a complete meltdown. They got in that playoff game and at at times it looked like I was watching a preseason football game. And that's 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 a lot to say when you're watching a playoff game that the team on the opposite side of the ball is playing so bad that it doesn't even feel like you're watching a playoff game. How how the Eagles manage to pick up 11 wins? Man, of the cards. Dude, defensively, the tackling in that game, I've I've seen better tackling in the preseason. From it was bad, so we got lucky. The matchup worked in our favor. We didn't have to play Dallas in the first round because I think that would have been a matchup problem. So for everything that is worth, the hot Dallas season ended. Uh, the NFL is all about matchups. So. The Eagles was injured. They was down their best receiver. They uh, early in the game, it looked like Julio Jones was getting ready to have a good game. Then he got hurt. So now you're down two of your best receivers, and you you got uh, the one. I forget the one receiver. He was the second lead receiver on the team. Um, but that's all they had was him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and again, uh, defensively, what the Eagles are trying to do, but I was that was preseason like. It it looked like they was playing in Kansas City the week before when Miami had to go up there and play in negative fifteen, and they defense didn't want to tackle nobody. Right. That that's what it looked like. So, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm talking to Bucks fans. You win some, you lose some. This team was never set up to win any type of championship this year. They weren't set up that way. Baker Mayfield was brought here uh, as a re, re, re how do you say that word rec. Reclaiming, reclaiming, man, I'm finna butcher this word. He was basically brought here to revive his career mm-hmm. because this was gonna be his his last opportunity. So there was no expectation this season. There was no, you know, we should be, you know, uh, 
playing in the NFC Championship uh, Super Bowl aspirations. It wasn't none of that. Now there's a lot of there's a lot of people that's saying, uh, you know, Tampa during the preseason, all I heard was the Bucks was going to win two, four games in the season, and uh, that's what I was hearing. So we we beat we beat the expectations. I want to say this mm-hmm. to 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 all the fans who watch all those shows and believe what they say. You're a fool. Because number one. Yeah, Debo, why, why you gotta be why you gotta be like that to them? Because I'm finna explain it. Number one, this team won a Super Bowl three years ago. Got a lot of players still on this team from that year. Last season we went we won a division. Uh we lost two key players. Tom Brady and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say just because he was the number one running back, uh Leonard Fournette. We returned basically the whole defense. We moved the best left right tackle to left tackle, and he was still the one of the best left tackles. So that's an upgrade to your offensive line. We brought in uh, Mayfield. We got a, a new offensive coordinator. That's that's miles head miles better than Byron Leftwich. So a lot of people want to say. Yeah, you know, Baker Baker got us farther than what, you know, Tom Brady. Well, actually, yeah, Baker got us farther than, had us with a better record than what we had with Tom Brady. And listen, folks, listen. Baker Mayfield today probably still not a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now. And Tom Brady been retired a year. But the difference, the difference is the offense. You got a better offensive coordinator. So you 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 had no nowhere to go but up because last season, even with Tom Brady, the offense was trash. It was bad. And and if it wasn't if we didn't have Tom Brady last year, oh we might have been in position for a first-round draft pick. Well, a number one draft pick, I mean. Yeah. That's how bad the offense was last season with a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, maybe one of the top two best quarterbacks to ever, you know, touch the football in the history of the game. We had that guy, and – we barely got to the playoffs. Everybody wanted, you know, um, Ty Bowles, you know, fired last season. Well, how are you going to fire a coach that is on his first year 
of a team that basically was handed to him, he had no say-so or control over the roster. And again, hmm. I just said all this. And you you believe that some ESPN analysts or some Fox Sport analysts or CBS analysts or whoever it was said we were going to win four games. I would have bet all my money on that. Mm-hmm. But y'all, y'all believe them. Well, the thing is, is that nobody expected Baker Mayfield to come into Tampa and do what he did. Now, what he do, was it mind-blowingly like great? No. But he came in and he played played some of the best football of his career. Yeah. So, so for that, yeah, I'm going to give him credit. And the thing, the thing that people need to understand is this. When he was first signed, I looked at, I, I was talking to Derek and Sean Naylor when it, when it went down. And I remember telling them, I said, this, this right here is Baker Mayfield's last chance. And you know what? He went out for the most part and played like it. Like I said, I didn't expect much out of this Bucks team this year. Man, we got all the way to the conference championship. Or, I'm sorry, uh, what uh the the one game before the conference championship you know what i'm okay with that because here's the here's the fact of the matter we still have holes that need plugs we still have all kinds of uh, tweaking and turning and and adjusting on this team that needs to be done in the offseason. And hopefully it's transformed the right way. So what else you got for me, Debo? Um, yeah, one last thing on the on the on the Bucks, and uh, we'll yep. get in we'll get into you know some of the, the the two games this weekend, and uh, you know other stuff as well. But man, I I, I hope I hope you're gonna bring it up. Hope you're gonna bring it up. Oh, uh, you know what? Ah. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you said that because. Oh, oh, that ain't what you was gonna say. Well, no, say no, 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 no. Almost... no, no. Say what you're gonna say so you don't forget it. Okay. And then we'll get on to the other. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
we got a lot of free agency. We got a lot of moves in free agency that we got to make coming up. And I know there's a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah, I got a couple things. There's a lot of people out there that think because we're getting all this, you, you know, we'll have all this cap money uh, that it's just going to be easy to re-sign these guys and bring them back. No. But you're not realizing the type of players that we have to re-sign. That's going to eat your cap up faster than anything. <coughs> Let 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 me let me put let me put it to you in order. Well, you got let me put it to you let me put it to you in order. Okay. Of what I think the priorities should be. Okay. Number one, Levante David. Yep. That that there there you no you you can't you cannot argue that. Number two. Mike Evans. Number three, and this one is going to get this one is going to get a lot a lot of scuffing and everything like that, but dude knows how dude knows how to play his position. And he and he's been and I'm sorry, but the fact that he's not a pro bowler this year and Buddha Baker is, that's just sickening. But Antoine Winfield Jr. Right there, one, two, three. To me, there are there are no arguments. All right, so you missing for, you for, missing for, a, for you, number one. You missing you missing one. He ain't he ain't due up yet, but uh, he will be out the next season. Okay, uh, I was only talking about this season. Okay, but this guy here, you probably wanna you probably wanna get him. You probably want to just get him locked in now, and that's gonna okay. be that's gonna be Tristan Wirth, who's probably gonna be one of the yes. highest highest yes, paid okay. offensive linemen in football. So, oh, so hand, hand, hand do you do you allow him to play another season? This this is why I'm saying do it now. You allow him to play another season at that level, and then get in the bidding war with. Everybody okay. else, okay, or you go ahead and you lock him in now. Soon mm. as that money free up, you go ahead and lock him in because you already know what's gonna happen if he hit the free agent market. Oh, oh man, there you cannot bring me a team right now. That will not at least be looking at Tristan Works. They would throw the house you, you, at him. You, 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 you can't. You can't. You can't name me a team right now that won't at least be checking him out. They're gonna throw the house at him, bro. They're gonna throw the whole house at him. He's he's that he's mm-hmm. that type of offensive lineman, and I, I don't see how I don't see how you go in the next season. With him on that on that last year, his contract, I, I don't see it. I mean, because here's the, the thing. here's the thing, William. We have to look at. Okay, so you got Evans, you got David, you got Winfield Jr. 
uh, who's the other? You got Baker. That that them them the those are the key guys, right? You're gonna lose some guys on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, that'll free up some money, but you may have to bring in some uh you know free agents from for okay. certain certain positions. But I rather sign worse now and work his contract into this year's salaries and know exactly what I have next year. Well, well, so what, what, what I'm really looking at is what we may have to do, because you got to remember we're still on a cap hit from Tom Brady and everything like that this year. And this is the final year for that. What I what I see in everything is maybe not necessarily backloading every contract, but backloading quite a few of them in everything. Just getting through this last year of the whole Tom Brady thing, and you know, and then after that. Then, then these, then these guys can start getting that money. Now, in the ideal world, you, uh, you said, you said all four of these guys now, and you say, hey, look, we can give you, uh, we, we want to give you guys, uh, the veteran minimum just for this year, and. Then after then after this year, after that Brady hit is gone, then get then that's when that money starts going up and everything in the contract. But now, will these guys accept veteran minimums? Heck no. But they may accept a lower fee and everything a a lower first year for um, you uh, to to kind of help the home team out as long as they see that they're going to be getting paid. And you know what? I think as long as the money comes out that they're going to get paid, I I think that they will play ball with the Bucks. But no, I I will agree with you, uh, Tristan Works. Yeah. Uh, you you get you definitely do need to get him locked into a contract. I didn't realize that his rookie contract was already coming up. Yeah, bro, he's he's going into year f- four. I think this is you no. Know, hold on, hold on. Year five, because Brady he was drafted. He was drafted. 2020. Let's see. I'm gonna look him up real quick. I think he was drafted 20, 2020. Okay, so yeah, he 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 bet he'd be coming into the uh the fourth year of his contract. Tristan Worth. So, yep, 2020. So, this will be year. Let's see, year 2020. Yeah, this will be year five, bro. Year four or year five, so um, 
You got to lock him in now. You, you got to lock him in now. Nobody's really thinking about that because he ain't due up until, you know, after next season. But um, you can't let that guy hit the market. I'm telling you no, right sir. now. He hit if he hits the market, he's gone. Oh he's yeah. He's gone, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. There ain't no if, ends, buts, maybe's about it. Like I said, you can't name me a team out there right now that cannot use them. Even San Francisco with uh what what's his name? Print Edwards playing left tackle. Yeah. You you mean to tell me? That that you couldn't that you couldn't either move uh, Warps or Edwards over uh, to play one of them play uh, left tackle, the other play left guard, or the other play right tackle, or something like that. Man, come on. Yep. So and yeah, that, that's 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 just one team. Yeah. That that has a great left tackle. Everybody else in the league, they ain't got that. Nope. They got good left tackles, but they do not have a left tackle on the uh, on the level that Tristan Warfs was. Yeah, I'm looking when at- we when we drafted Tristan Warfs, I said, "Man, we just got the steal of the draft." When he fell to us, and I and I saw he was still on the board. I said, "Jason Light, please do not screw this up. Please do not screw this up." And draft works. And you know what? It has paid off in dividends. No, Christian Works needs to be another one of these players that, if we could, we make him a buck for life. Yeah, he's that he's that type of uh he's that type of offensive lineman. Um yeah, so I mean, you know, right here this season, this season was his fourth season, so next year he'll be playing on his fifth year option. And uh yeah, you you got to you got to go ahead and, oh. you got to go ahead and lock him in now because if he has another season yep. If he has another season at left tackle, like he's like he's had his whole career, uh, bruh, he he might have the richest contract in the history of offensive linemen when it's when it's his turn. The only other offensive lineman that I can name right now that could demand. That kind of coin is a guy I just mentioned in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Um, Trent Edwards. Yeah. Okay. You there, there are a lot of good offensive linemen out there. And there's probably even a couple of other great offensive linemen that I'm not even thinking of. But you know what? I bet you that that I can probably that it probably wouldn't take up uh, both of my hands to count the type the type of offensive linemen that are on that level. No, uh, 
No, Christian Wirth, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that all day long. Okay, so here go one of two, my other two points that I, I wanted to make. Here's the first one. Let's hear it, Depot. I'm going to save the let's, one let's you thinking. It. I'm going to save that one for last, but now nah, I got another one. Oh, I got oh, another okay. one. Okay. So you got a lot of people. I don't consider Rat Pack Sports Show uh, sports media because we don't we don't cover we don't cover individual teams. We don't cover individual players, um, and we don't post on our pages and act like we like some type of beat writers or you know any anything like that when you don't really have no no press credential credential credentials so Mm -hmm. but you got a lot of people on facebook obviously you got social media people could you know create do their own podcast they could do their own webinars type of deals live feeds and stuff like that and uh, consider themselves some type of you know sports media because they got, you know, eyeballs on their pages and people listen to them. <clears throat> we got a couple people that cover the Buccaneers uh, like they're, you know, beat writers or something like that. Well, I'm not going to name any names uh, because it doesn't matter. But this particular person... Uh, a couple of days ago did what he called season grades on the Buccaneers. Oh, so I think I saw this. So, um, let me, let me see something here. Let me see if I can actually find what I'm talking about here. I probably can. Let me see if I can find it. Because I am in, you know, you guys know I do stuff with, uh, you know, Buck's Life and all of that. So I can find it right here real quick. I know I can. Because I actually, you know, I actually made a point and I said something uh, about, this particular post because to me it didn't make any sense so let me make sure I think it was in another one he did post it in here because he posted it in here and he shared it from another page I just want to make sure that I don't butcher the grades. So, all right, well, whatever. Let me see if I can type it in and find it. Tampa. Oh, I think I know which one it is now. 
think this is it right here. All right, let's make sure I can. Uh, great, is that it? Nope, that's not it. Yep, this is it because I just saw one of his uh, one of his posts. All right, so I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I just want to point this out because uh, I think it's a joke. He got mad at me because I called him a fake media uh, cover. He, because uh, I, I called him out. I told him, man, this is this is why this is the so-called fake media coverage right here. And he got mad. Say, I don't care what you, uh, you know, what you say. It's my opinion, and I said, "Well, your opinion sucks." So, <laughs> Debo, what? Now, now, isn't there some like code or 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 something like that between uh, media influencers that that we supposed to be nice or something like that? No, bro. Cause I don't, I don't like stupid junk. So, you know, if, you, if you're gonna cover, if you're gonna cover your your favorite team, then you got to be able to be honest about what you're doing. You know, you can't. All right, let me just. <clears throat> all right, so I'm gonna go back to the beginning. All right, so uh, he did grades for the general manager. He gave um, – hold on, where is it? Okay, so he gave the ownership, Joel and Brian Grazer, this is for this season, uh, A+. Okay. Then he gave Jason Light A+. Okay. Then he gives uh, offensive coordinator Dave Canales B plus. No. Hold on. Hold what? on. Hold on, no, man. No, I'm, not I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. All right. <laughs> he gives Todd Bowles, the head coach, a C plus. So. My point. What, what? Hold on, hold on. My, my point was first of all, where's the Super Bowl trophy? Because unless you win the Super Bowl, nobody should get an A. If if you you give your team an A grade, A plus grade for the season, you got to go deeper than the second round of the playoffs. That means you got a good team, right? A plus. I'm gonna give Andy Reid, Kansas City Chiefs head coach, their general manager, Detroit Lions. They they get A's. They get A's because is what they've done has been consistent all season, and they've been doing it for two, three, four. Andy Reid six, eight years in Kansas City, right? But here's yeah. the deal. Todd Bowles is the head coach slash defensive coordinator. 
I'm hard in, I'm hard on our defense because that's the side of the ball I played. But I can say right now that if our defense didn't play the way they played this year, we'll have five wins. We'll have five, we'll, we'll have five wins because they were top five in points allowed. They gave up some yards, but they was top five in points allowed. They were dead last in third down efficiency. So, you know, whatever. That's a, that's fine. But if you're going to give Jason Light, the owners, and the offensive coordinator, who Todd Bowles went out and brought in, a great hide in the head coach, and then on top of that, the defense literally carried this team all season because up until December, we was averaging as an offense below the league average points per game. So how you going to give Canales a B-plus in, in the, the side of the ball that carried the team until they got a little hot? A C plus. And he the head coach of it all. How his grade gonna be lower than the guy he brought in as an offense as 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 his offensive coordinator. He went out and said, Hey, let's give Baker Mayfield a try. But he is graded out lower than everybody else. That's to me you're a joke. You're, you're a joke, man. And and you shouldn't even be talking. You sh- if you can't be biased and you can't give a true, honest uh, 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 assessment of the team you you like, you love, then don't don't cover them. Go cover somebody else. Because there's no way that I'm going to grade my head coach and defensive coordinator higher than a guy that couldn't score over league average for three months out of the season. You you basically you basically saying that the offense carried this team and the defense wasn't that good. When, the, when it was the other way around and the offense got hot, late in the season, but before then, defense kept us in the games and offense just made enough plays at the end. Yep. So, did you, um, you not watch the season or you watch somebody else's season? I mean, that's the bait. That's the way the Bucks right. season went. So, I, I, you know, I called him out on it and he was like, well, that's my opinion. And I said, well, yeah, it is your opinion. Your opinion is trash. That's exactly how I tell them. Well, so, um, A pluses for the ownership and the general manager. No, no, we 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 ain't playing that. Yeah, I, I mean, that, B, again, uh, B B or B plus. All right, I can see that because. Honestly, got a lot further this year than I thought we would. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I'll give them a B. Uh, Todd Bowles, 
Um, yeah, I was just critical with, with him on on a lot of his play calling this last game and how I think he does need to uh, bring in somebody to uh, start calling the plays on the defense. Yeah, yeah, I, I still stand by that. But he's better than a C plus. Uh, like no, Ooh. no, you, you're, you're, you're just a couple of years oh, away. Um, or no, I'm sorry. What is that? One? Yeah, you're one year removed from the Tom Brady circus and everything that, and all those good players that went with that. And you were, I'll call it three or four plays, or no, not even that. One or two plays go the other way, and we're playing for the uh, NFC Championship. You talking this year or last year? Uh, this year. Okay. One, one, one or two plays. And that Lions game go the other way. And we win that game. Not Mike. Now, yes, I still think the defense let us down in that Lions game. Oh, they did. I'll still stand by. They did. I'll still stand, stand by that. But every every unit has an off day. And like you just got done saying, man, they were carrying the scene a lot for a lot of the year. Now, with that being said, giving top balls a C plus, no. No. He he deserves a B. Uh no, Dave Pinnell's giving him an A. You know what? Okay. I'll 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 bite off that. And I'll tell you why. You just took another quarterback that was lo- that was out there looking for another shot, and you brought him back, and you brought him just like the uh, just like the QB before. You brought you brought him up to where he was relevant, and he was playing some of the best football of his career. Coming back before that. Geno Smith in Washington. Before he, or, or I'm sorry, in Seattle. Before that, everybody kind of knew Geno was around, but he, he was kind of that afterthought. Then he got, then he gets into, uh, he gets into a great situation there in Seattle, and now. And Dave and Dave Canales brought him along, brought him back, gave him a fresh lease. Same thing he did with Baker. So yeah, I, I will bite on Dave Canales getting an A, an A plus, no. But an A, okay, I I'm good with that. But don't stand there and mark down uh, to a C plus. The head coach that brought him in to this situation. So what I guess I'm saying is, 
is you've got to kind of respect Tom Bowles for the coaching staff he put together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's his staff. He put it together. So you can't give you can't give somebody on his staff a higher grade than him. He put it all together. So, again, uh, you know, the grace is, you know, it's, his, it's people's opinion on stuff. But, right, you, you, it doesn't make any sense to me. But my last point. All right. <laughs> so oh. apparently, say, apparently, apparently, Devin White on his way out the door, I guess, wants to rub, wants to, uh, you know, rub elbows with people. He he wanna ruffle the feathers on his way out the door. And uh on social media going off on Bucks fans because he uh he basically telling everybody he's out of here without saying it. Mr. Devin White. I never played a down in professional sports. But that don't take uh, somebody to play professional sports to understand the game of football. William, William can back me up on this. Like, I've been telling a lot of people for a lot of years about our, our middle linebacker, Mr. Get Live 45. And how he is not playing the middle linebacker in the three four defense the way you're supposed to be playing middle linebacker in the three four. Hey, listen, we got tape. You don't believe me? Last season, I mean, you go to this season, but I'm gonna just go back to last season uh, when they was these offensive linemen was literally picking this man up and carrying him 15, 20 yards downfield. And everybody kept saying, well, why, why are they running on us? Look at your middle linebacker. Every hole that that running back is running through is wide open because Devin White is not taking on the blocks head on. He's trying to jump around them. Well, if you jump around the blocks and then the offensive lineman that's pulling knocks you on your behind, and you're not in the hole, gee, he want to make the tackles instead of doing his job. Sometimes doing your job don't is, isn't, doesn't mean that you making a tackle is doing your job. As a middle linebacker, if there's any guards or offensive linemen pulling or a fullback that's leading, leading the block, your job is to knock them out in the running game. If you can't get to the running back, your job is to put them on their behind. Cause a pile up. 
and then let the, let your let your defense clean up the table scraps. I ain't see Devin White do that at all in five years. But he he runs down a whole lot of plays. Oh, he got so much speed. He he's got this and that many tackles. How many times I told you, uh, William Barrett Rude? See, some of y'all bus. Uh, what about what? What about him? Some of y'all bus fans ain't ain't been around long enough to even know who Barrett Rude is. Barrett Rude was a middle linebacker that came in after uh, Shelton Core stepped down. He was drafted out of Nebraska, same same place that uh, Mr. Levante David came from, but uh. He was drafted as a middle linebacker, and the guy would rack tackles up like it ain't no tomorrow. And a lot of people uh, didn't like him because he was he was a smaller middle linebacker, but mm-hmm. he was a sure tackler. But if you ran right at him, you can get him because he was a smaller linebacker. But mm-hmm. – the difference between Bear Rude and Devin White, Bear Rude was one of the best linebackers in the league covering the middle of the field. He would be running well, well, he, he would be running well, step yeah. for step. He would be running step for step with tight ends, receivers going up the middle of the field, running backs, 20, 30. 40 yards downfield, step for step. Because back when Bear Rue oh. was playing with us, we was running the Tampa 2, 4-3 defense. So in that 4-3 defense, that middle linebacker is got to cover the middle of the field. He's basically the third the third safety. Yep. See, that defense ain't meant for everybody. That's why everybody don't run it, because you got to have a linebacker that that can that can run. Baru was excellent in pass coverage. Devin White is terrible in ta- in pass coverage, and you know, a lot of people thought he was good. You know, I had to go I had to go to the Pro Football Focus to show them how bad this man was. He was terrible. He's been terrible. Since the day he came in the league, a lot of people say, oh, his first year, he was getting off his first year. No, not really. He was making some splash plays, but his first year, look who he had around him. JPP, you had... Dominican Sue. Yeah, Dominican Sue. You had Vita Vey as a rookie. You had... Uh-huh. Uh... I'm, who's the other guy? Shoot. Um, I mean, you got Levante David. You had – I'm missing somebody, man. I'm missing. Uh, Goldston. Yeah, you had Goldston, but it was somebody else. Um, I can't remember now. He was a lineman. But regardless, you had – ballers in front. You had people around you that took the attention off of White. So, oh, 
Shaq Barrett on his on his first. The, that was the first yeah, year. Okay, okay. He came here. That was the first year he was here, and uh, he had that twenty sack season. And um, you know, you had you had people around him that took the attention off him that allowed for him to make these splash plays. And this is what I tell people: Devin White was a splash guy. Because until he made that splash play, you don't hear his name. But he made just enough splash plays that you forgot about everything in between. I didn't forget. I was watching. And a lot of times when we was getting gassed up the middle in the run, it was because of him being out of position or him not being able to get off blocks and scrape down the line and 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 stop the play. Like he would get he would get and he could he didn't know how to disengage a block. And that's I know y'all saying how how can somebody make it to the league that that can't do that? Because in college you can get away with it. But when you get to the pros these grown men, and they the best of the best. And if you got any weaknesses, once you get into the pros, they w- it will get exposed. He's yep. Devin White has been exposed as a as a bad linebacker since he came into the league, and he's um. If you look at his numbers since he's coming to the league, he's at the bottom. All the categories. The only category where he's remotely, you know, at the top is when he's blitzing. He's one of the best linebackers when you sending him on the bench, on on the blitz. But in everything else, no, nah, he ain't that good. And I, I've been trying to bring this up to people, you know, for a long time. And, you know, I caught a lot of flack for it because people wouldn't believe that. They wouldn't believe me. Oh, you just hating, uh, you know, Devin White is, is, is our best defensive player. Really? He ain't better than Levante David. He ain't nope. He ain't better than Vita Vey. Now, Vita Vey demanding double teams every every down. Still getting into the backfield, still making plays. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Vita Vey well, is it, supposed to make his job easier because Vey is taking up double teams. Nope. Doesn't happen. So, you know, he don't want to be here anymore. I guess it's not he's not having enough fun or, you know, what's his favorite thing? Oh, I'm just bored. Okay, you could be bored. You just you just gonna be bored on somebody else's roster because you know with the legendary linebackers we'd have had in the past, you know Hardy Nickerson, uh, Derrick Brooks, you know Levante David. Sorry, sir, you don't fall in that category of those type of names. It's actually uh, insult. 
to put you in that category with those greats. Right, right. Well, you know, the thing is, is that if you remember what I said when David was, uh, or I'm sorry, when, uh, oh, whoever it is uh, that we ordered the boots for uh, the casino, if it, If that if that's the case, all right, then when he was drafted, if you remember correctly, I said he is who he is. He is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. You remember me saying this? Yep. Okay. The facts still remain all through. Oh, well, look look at this. Look at that. Yeah. Then after all those players left, well, why why isn't he doing this? Man, that's not, he don't know how to do that. You're trying to get him to be a different middle linebacker. And you can't, you can't. You can't do that, okay? And the, and this whole thing of him ruffling the pe- feathers on the way out. All right. I mean, you 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 just kind of showing how real immature you actually are about all this. I mean, you know, I I don't wish you ill will or whatever, but honestly. Let him walk. Because I'm sorry, but uh, what was his name? Britt? Britt stepped up to that middle linebacker position and was just fine. So, yeah. Uh, Mr. Get Live 45 wants to get live somewhere else? All right. That's cool. Well, I mean, he did. He did want 100 mil. You know, that was all over the place. No. He wanted a hundred million dollar no. contract. Uh well we know that's not gonna happen anymore. Uh you wasn't even starting in the most important game of the season for your team. Yeah, no, no, he No, you you don't you don't pay hundred million dollar hundred million dollar contracts to to people that that uh they get benched because they they can't they can't hack it. No, no, I, I'm I'm sorry. No. A hundred million for no. There there there's there's more and better stuff that that we can do besides signing a guy that can't even really hold the position down. Not like he's supposed to. And yeah, no. But uh, yeah, get live 45. It's been real. It's been fun. You know, uh, I, I wish you the best, but uh, not bro. I mean, you can stay in Tampa, 
but uh, it, it ain't going to be for no hundred million. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Nobody uh, want to get that up. But yeah, man. So that was that was basically it for my my rant. And I just want to say to get live, hey, maybe maybe better luck uh, next time. And uh, you know, we'll see what what happens with that. But uh, we're here, and um, we got a little little bit of time left, so we want to get into the uh, the I guess it would be the NFC. In the AFC Championship, so we'll get into those games and uh, you know just keep it going. So let's start start here, and then uh, you know we'll work work our way uh, around. So what you think, man? Uh, who you got? Who you got in these in these games, and and why? Uh. The NFC. Oh man, uh, um, I, I really wanted to be one team, but. I think the other team is just a little too good. So uh, I'm going to have to go with Logic. Uh, Detroit Lions, it, it, you guys have had a fantastic year. There, there, there ain't nothing to be to hang your head, uh, head down about. But uh, that, I think that, I think the journey ends on Sunday. Uh, San Francisco, I think I think they're just a little, I think they're just a little too good. So, yeah, I'm going to have to take San Francisco. Uh, AFC wise, in my mind, I think that this team just has the better. Uh, the better, uh, just the better team. And so I'm going to have to go with the uh, Baltimore Ravens over uh, over the Kansas City Chiefs. I, 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 I think the Chiefs have done great with what they've had, but I think the Ravens are just a little bit better. Mm. Yeah. What way. about you, Devo? Um, hmm. Let's see. Ah, let's see. Well, one team. Let's see. What you got? Ravens, 
49ers. Yeah, I can't think straight right now. Um, who should I go? Well, I think I'm going to take it. I like uh, KC. And... Mm. Take a game tough, man. It could go either way, man. I really do think... Uh, Detroit got a really good chance in this. So, Let's see, I'm going to take. I'm gonna take Baltimore, man. I'm gonna yeah, take, I'm gonna take Baltimore. I mean, it's it's a tough one. Uh, I think it'll be a tough, you know, play game. But yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baltimore. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I I just think they got a stronger team, and by them playing at home. You know, that's a different animal. That's a different animal down there. He uh, got a good little while worth of all that. So, you know. That's Hen City, Baltimore. That my picks, KC, Baltimore. Yeah, so that's what we'll be looking forward to probably in the, uh, you know, in the uh, Super Bowl. Two great teams, you know, good good coaching. Um, you know, it is what it is. You just got to go in and uh, take well, care of business, man. You got to well, go. They gotta go well, who are you taking in the uh, San Francisco-Detroit game? I want to take San Fran, but I think Detroit going to get them. I think I think Detroit going to get them, man. I just think the way they play, they don't, you know, they don't play with any fear. It's all hands on deck. And... I think they just... Well... I think they'll have enough firepower, man. All right. Really, at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to uh, can Baltimore keep Detroit offense off the field? And I know Baltimore didn't have the best defense in the league all season long, but um, everybody gets challenged and – you know, it's up to you to figure out you know, how to make it happen. So, well, Baltimore's playing Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, Baltimore playing so, Kansas City. So, uh, 
Well, you know, like I said, I I really I really would like Detroit to make it. I I just there's just something about San Francisco. I mean, and all that that you just can't really bet against. Yeah, yeah, you make a good point there. Um, what is that? Oh, yeah, you make a good point there. So, I mean, I think both games are going to be close. Um, I haven't seen many uh, blowouts. So uh, that's a good thing outside the first, you know, few. Um, you know, all the games been pretty, you know, competitive. But. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, we just got to keep it going, man. So we'll see what happened on what, both games Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, as far as I know. Okay, so there's nothing, nothing going on on uh, Saturday. Saturday, obviously, there's only two games, so we'll know, you know, after those games, who who will be going to the, uh, you know, playing in the Super Bowl for all the marbles. Yep. All right. Um, where we at? Uh, how much time we got? Oh, okay. We at shoot. We at the top of the hour here, man. So uh, we ain't got that many more minutes. Um, you know, we covered a lot today. We said a lot. You know, we called some people out. Um. Yeah, that's so that's just what what we gonna do here, man. William, uh let's see what time, what time? Eleven oh four, one twenty two. What you got for me, Debo? Uh I don't know, man. I think we pretty much covered the majority of the stuff. It's just little small little pieces here and there, but um, we may basically got everything that we want to uh chill out, talk to. So, well, uh, um, so uh, coaching, uh, coaching news, yeah. Uh, Jim, Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. What yes. are your thoughts? I like it. Um, I think the Chargers is a team that can, that he can impact right away. Uh, they got the talent. They've always had the talent. Just couldn't get over that hump. They're one of the most talented. They got one of the most talented rosters in the league. And every year uh, it just goes nowhere. And, you know, coaches, uh, they 
you know, not going. Mm-hmm. They're not going to deal with it, man. I mean, yep. I think, I think. I think both, like I said, I think both, you know, both the games are going to be, uh, you know, really well played. Um, but it's just going to take, you know, the, whoever win the turnover battle and which team defense, you know, lets up the most. I think all these teams are – you know, on that cusp of, you know, really being great. But, you know, yep. you still got to go play the game. So, you know, Baltimore going to be a huge favorite, uh, as they should be playing at home with how they've, you know, pretty much controlled the uh, season. Uh, but you got some competition and – they going they gonna go and make you work for it. So yes, we'll see how it, we you know we'll see how it go, man. I think it should be a couple good games. So yeah, what else? You got anything else for me, bro? Before we, uh. We go ahead and wrap this thing up for the day. Nope. Well, let's search. Uh, just want to uh, thank you guys for, uh, again, listening to us talk and ramble on. Yep. And uh, in everything, uh, once again, you know, uh, thanks to uh, Derek Jones for putting on the show our NBA insider, even though he wasn't on tonight, Nikki Buckets, and our missing in action. Left field. Left field's correspondent. Yes, sir. Left field correspondent, Mr. Carlton Cook. Been MIA for a little bit. I hope to uh, have him back on the show here real soon. And uh, in our other MIA. NFL oh, yeah, fantasy boss football hog. guru, yeah, boss Mr. Hog. Sean Naylor. The, the, this man, this man, I, I don't honestly, Debo. I think he's scared of me. <laughs> I think he's scared. You think he's scared? I think he's scared because he don't want to go one on one with the great one. Yeah, he might be. Might be. You know he. You yeah. know he ain't showed his face since. Uh, you know he was defeated. He he that he we haven't seen him. Uh, you know, make an appearance since then. We might have to. We might have to ask him if he's. We might have to ask him if he's scared. He's scared. <laughs> he's scared because he knows the champ is here. Yeah, he, he don't want he 
he don't want this smoke, Debo. He don't want this smoke. Uh, Debo, <laughs> see, see, see. There, there's a, there's a song, and it goes like this. It goes. He believed he could fly. He believed he could touch the sky. Yeah. He thought about it every night and day. Then he came, then he met me. He got that ass beat every day. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh Yeah. <laughs> listeners, we we love we love you guys. Uh look, we we both we both tired, so now we start talking ridiculous. Yeah. This is Rat Pack Sports Show. And we are out of here. We out of here, man. We'll see y'all uh on the flip side, man. Take care. Peace. <laughs>